What if you finally figured out how to overcome fear, anxiety, and what is holding you back so you can live life on your own terms? That's what I've done. And on this show, I share my best tips for overcoming the BS that gets in our way. We'll tackle the root of what is holding you back so you can start challenging your own limiting beliefs. We'll also talk about our mental health and why it is so important to take care of ourselves. Stop living a life full of worry, fear, and anxiety. Break the cycle and start your healing journey here. I'll teach you everything you need to know. This is the Live Less Afraid podcast. Good morning and welcome to the Live Less Afraid podcast. My name is Michelle Jones and I'm so happy to be here with you today. Um, It's kind of early out west where I live and I find that's really the best time for me to visit with you guys. Um, My head is clear. Uh, I feel like the day hasn't gotten away from me yet. Um, What's your favorite time of day? I'd I'd be curious to know and, and what do you do with that time when you have it? Um, I want to be fully transparent here and share that I really try hard not to just get on my phone and start scrolling when I first get up in the morning. I try and find something that is, um, you know, intentional. And so this morning I tried out a new exercise that's like Monday, like a Monday power hour kind of thing. I only did it like for 30 minutes, but... It's basically where you spend the first bit of your day like planning out your week and you make a list um, of all the things you want to get done and then you schedule those in your calendar in little like five minute, 15 minute, 30 minute, hour long, however long you think the task is going to take you. Um, And then when you're done with that, then you kind of already have your week planned out for you and things are going to show up on your calendar. You're going to be like, oh yeah, I was going to get that done. Um, and it's an exercise I borrowed from uh, Brooke Castillo, but I just, uh, I'm curious to see how it's going to work. This is my first time doing it. So I don't know what you use for your daily planning or weekly planning, or if you put it on paper, or if you do digital. Um, but I thought it was a nice exercise to start with this morning. And I feel accomplished. I did it for about 30 minutes. Uh, and I got a lot of things on my calendar that I've been putting off. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I will be like, oh, I have to make this doctor appointment. You know, I'll think about it while I'm sitting on the couch or while I'm driving in the car, and then I'll forget, you know, when I actually have a few minutes, (laughs) I'll just space it out. And so I'm going to try this little exercise. Part of me kind of feels a little rebellious around like micro scheduling my day or my week, but, um, I'm going to test it out. I think maybe somewhere in the middle is where I'll feel, um, most right for me. I am a recovering perfectionist and I want to be careful about being too structured because I think that's a, that's a, like a slippery slope. (laughs) That's a trigger point for me. I think if I get too structured, uh, so I'm going to try to find a happy medium with this scheduling thing and we'll see how it goes. I will report back after a few weeks of, of, uh, power houring on Monday. So, or power 30 as it was for me this morning. Anyway, uh, Ooh, sip of coffee. Cause like I said, it's early. 
I'm a little tardy in reporting uh, to you guys on this story that I'm about to share with you. I recently went to Hawaii and uh, I had the most amazing experience. And you know, that reminds me of something. It reminds me of um, to think about what our expectations are to something. You know, uh, my husband doesn't sleep very well. <laughs> I'm all over the map this morning, you guys. And he'll say in the morning, oh, yeah, how'd you sleep? Oh, not very well. And I think like, well, that's your expectation. <laughs> like me, I go to bed thinking I'm going to have the best night of sleep ever. And I wake up feeling rested. Um, and so I think that I often am expectant and curious and hopeful when I go into a situation, even uh, a travel, you know, experience or um, just day-to-day -day activities, going to get a cup of coffee, like I think, who, am I, who might I meet? Who might I have the opportunity to chat with today or talk to? And I wonder if you guys have that expectation that something good is going to happen or that this is going to work out or that um, I'm okay. I'm okay today and my needs are met. Uh, you know, I'm a trauma survivor. I've talked about that a lot in previous podcasts. And one of the biggest healing tools, mindset tools that you can work on as a trauma survivor is checking in with yourself and telling yourself, all right, let's do it. Let's do a check. Let's check around the circumstances and the situations that are in my life right now, because where I am at today, me personally, I am okay. My needs are met. I have a roof over my head. I have money in the bank. I have a great job. I have, you know, food in my fridge. My family is all healthy and well. I am healthy and well. Like I have a lot to be thankful for today. And it's good to remind yourself of that when you're a trauma survivor, because it can be easy to, I think, slip back into that, you know, thinking of like, oh my God, something's wrong or something bad's about to happen. And I think that's a really, you know, kind of a scary place to be in. So if you are one of those people and that's something that you work on, I want to encourage you to think about where you are now and that you're okay. And then also when you think about your daily activities or even how you go to bed at night, be expectant, be hopeful. Um, you know, know that something good is happening in your life at all times. And um, that leads me back to this story that I was going to tell you about Hawaii. So I go to Hawaii. Um, if you've never been to Hawaii, please put it on your list. It's just such a beautiful place. The people are beautiful. It's a very simple, slowed down way of life. Uh, as long as you're not in Waikiki. <laughs> we were on the island, the big island, um, Hawaii, and we uh, went to Kona. So Kona Kalua. And it's very slow paced there, which I instantly just felt this like, like the brakes pump. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay. There's no big cities. There's not, not lots of, you know, busyness. There's just this long two lane highway that you 
can cruise down and look at the ocean and there's lava, old lava deposits everywhere on the side of the island that we were on. And then when you get down uh, to our, where we were staying, it was just oh, such a chill vibe. It was very, very relaxing. The grounds were beautiful. The staff was lovely. The food was delicious. Um, yeah. So I just went into it thinking, this is going to be great. This is going to be such a relaxing vacation. And one day we were there um, going down by the beach. They had this little like surf shack where you could get like a taco or a something to eat. And um, we were going to get some lunch. And we'd ordered lunch and we'd go to sit down at these picnic tables. I look over to my left and there's this um, local like elder man sitting there got long hair pulled back into a ponytail a little graying at the temples he's got um big sunglasses on and he's in shorts and a t-shirt which is you know like the official uniform of hawaii <laughs> and uh he's working on weaving a basket out of grass like long kind of half inch wide pieces of grass, real dark green, you know, flexible, but strong. And I'm checking him out and I'm like, can't help it. Right. I mentioned, I'm curious. So I said to Bob, I said, I'm going to go over there and see what that guy's doing. And he's like, you're just going to go over there. I'm like, yeah, I'm curious. I want to go see what he's doing. So I walk over there and I sit down or I stand, I'm actually standing and I'm standing across the hill from him. He's at a picnic table too. And I'm just watching him for a minute. And finally I said, you know, what are you doing? And he was real quiet and like super chill. And I was like, I don't know. It's just kind of like getting, so couldn't quite figure out his vibe at first. Anyway, he kind of keeps weaving the basket. And then slowly he starts talking to me and he starts telling me what this bowl represents, you know, as he's, weaving it under and over and around and through and making this little basket out of bowl out of grass. And he says to me that the bowl represents the corners of the bowl represent the decisions that we've made in life and that each of those are woven together to become the life that we have today from when we were a little girl up until the woman that I am today said, each turn has led me to where I am now. And I was like, okay, I'm interested. <laughs> You've got my attention. Because, <laughs> you know, I love me a good woo-woo. So I was like, all right, I'm listening. And then a few minutes later, he said, sit down. And I was like, okay. And I'm kind of looking out of the corner of my over where Bob is and I don't see our food yet. And I'm like, I've got time. I'll sit down. Right. And time is so relative there on Hawaii. Anyway, <laughs> there's a joke about that Hawaii time. Um, anyway, so I sit down and, uh, he puts his hand on top of the basket and like presses down on it and starts and says to me, notice how strong the bowl is. And this bowl represents how strong you are now and how, you know, the, each turn that you've done in your life, each corner that you've turned has made you strong and resilient and put you where you are today. And I'm like, okay, I'm in, you've, you've got my attention now. And then he starts telling me about 
um, you know, oh, oh, wait, before that, and then he says to me, here, you do it. And I was like, well, okay, I don't know how to weave a bowl, but <laughs> let's give it a try. And so he starts, he gives me like the bowl and, and the piece of grass. And he says, okay, you know, put this here, put that there. And he's kind of showing me how to, how to weave the basket. And um, while he's doing that, he's also talking to me about the choices we've made in life and about um, family and um, our elders and how they, they always, you know, want what's best for us. And um, just kind of proceeds to tell me this whole story that's about this basket and what it means to me and my life. And um, you guys, the next thing you know, I'm crying. because <laughs> like, I'm so emotional. Well, I don't want to say I'm so emotional. I want to say that I think that I'm really connected to things and people and places. And um, he was talking to me about how we all need to be more vulnerable and flexible like these, like the grasses. And I was like, oh man, you're really speaking to me right now. And it was just so beautiful the way he, he slowly and carefully made this basket and was like telling me this story and we're sitting on the beach and there's like, you know, the, the, wind is kind of coming from the north and he starts telling me the story about the the four corners of the basket being like also related to the four directions um of north south east and west and i can't remember all the all the directions but i do remember what he said about north he said north when you feel the, the wind coming he goes that's a reminder to them that's a reminder of our loved ones who have passed and um and that they're always there with us. And that even when you're, you know, you're feeling that breeze, just let it be a reminder for you. Um, and then, so we're telling this story, right? And he's telling me all about, um, you know, what the basket means. And and I'm like, I'm in. I'm all in on the story, right? He's a great little storyteller. <laughs> I'm, I'm buying it all. And um, then towards the end, he says to me, now, you're going to take this basket with you <laughs> and it's it's uh you have to put something in it that means something to you before you leave the island and uh i looked over at bob and i could see him like he had gotten lunch he's eating and he didn't wait for me because i think he knew i wasn't gonna i was gonna be a minute <laughs> and then uh he said you're your husband too make sure he put something in there too and I was just, I just said to him, and then he said, uh, and now you, and he said, um, and also I'm going to make you something else to take with you. So he grabs a couple more pieces of grass and he starts to put together something with the little pieces of grass, like the snipped pieces he'd taken off of the edges of the basket. And um, he made this little like fish out of grass. So cute. And he uh, put the fish in the basket and he said that the fish represents him and that that's, he was calling himself Uncle George at this point. And he said, now, you know, you always have family here on the island with Uncle George. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this guy is just the coolest. And this story was the coolest. And this time I got to spend with him was the coolest. And, um, and he said, here, here's your basket, take it with you. And I was just like, wow, my mind was blown. And like, I know, you know, 
like uh, intellectually that this is this guy's job, right? This is what he does. He hangs out here on the beach and does these things with, with the tourists. But I felt like for me, and you know, again, this goes back to that expectation thing, that that conversation was meant for me, that that time was meant for me, that meeting him and on that whole moment was meant for me. And um, I just love the idea of going into life every day expectant, you know, expectant of the good that's coming my way, of the success I'm going to have in the endeavors I take, undertake, um, going back to that baseline of understanding that everything is okay now, that I don't need to be worried or stressed um, about what might happen because today I am secure in my life um, and I am strong enough to face whatever comes at me. So anyway, I just had been thinking about that story and uh, it's been, gosh, over a week now since I got back from Hawaii and I really, really wanted to share that story with you guys. Mm. So there it is. I hope it wasn't too all over the place. And I was really mad at myself that I didn't write down more of what he said um, right after it happened because now it's been a little bit and I can't quite remember it all. Um, but you know what? It's like Maya Angelou says, <laughs> she said, you know, you, people might forget what you say, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And that's my takeaway for my time with uncle George was even though I can't remember all the words that he said to me, I know how that experience made me feel. And that's a good life lesson too, right? When we're talking to other people or interacting with our loved ones is, you know, often it's not so much about what we say as it is how we make them feel. So there's a little extra nugget for you today. <laughs> okay, my friends, that's what I have for you today. It's uh, so great to be with you. Uh, if you're in the Portland area and you're interested in uh, meeting me in person or maybe uh, seeing more about what I am about, I'll be teaching some in-person workshops this year. There's one coming up in March at the Happy Valley Library in Happy Valley, Oregon. And there's also one coming up um, in the summer. Uh, more details will be forthcoming on that in July uh, at the Estacada Library. So if you want more details about that, uh, check out my page or DM me and I will shoot you the details. Um, or connect with those libraries and they will they will have that in their um, in their information. Okay. Have a great day. And um, as always, if you're looking for some help with uh, coaching, I am your girl. Let me know if you'd like to set up a coffee chat. Uh, those are complimentary and you can find that link on my Instagram page or again, you can DM me and I will be happy to send you that link so we can set up some time. All right. Talk to you later. Hey, that's all for now, but come back soon. Did today's episode spark some new thoughts for you? If it did, subscribe and leave a review. If you wanna learn more about overcoming fear and anxiety, head over to livelessafraid.com and check out all the episodes and find out more about what I do. If you're curious about what working with a coach is like, let's schedule a Zoom and I'll tell you all about it. Are you looking for encouragement? Then come over to my community group. It's the Live Less Afraid community group on Facebook. The link is waiting for you on my website. Thanks so much for listening. I so appreciate each and every one of you.